Welcome to the first podcast of 2016. It's like two weeks in. It took us two weeks for the three of us to get together, but we are back at Fire on the Mountain to kick off 2016. Jeremy, Sam. Hi, Derek. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's a great day and a great year, 2016. Is it still okay to say Happy New Year when it's been two weeks-ish? Well, only for us because this is the first one of the podcast. Right. But like when you see a random person and he's like, hey, Happy New Year. God did that to me the other day. I'm like, okay. I mean, we're pretty much within the year now. We're there. Do you do the uh, U2, the, the Brian Regan, when somebody says yeah. that? You don't I, say Happy New Year. You too. I too. still say Happy New Year to people, but I really mean 2015. I haven't changed to 2016 yet. So Because I didn't see you in 2015, yeah. so Happy New Year for then. Yeah. then. If I see you again this year, Happy New Year. But you probably won't. Probably not. Because you only shop at that store once a year. Right. That's right. true. And the turnover there is quite high. So you don't know of that person you may never see again. Plus, you can get porn on the internet for free now. So I don't know why what? I keep going wait, to wait, that wait. store. What? The yeah. arcade. The arcade. <laughs> what? Okay. Allegedly. So a couple things about the adult bookstore. Yep. First of all, they always say parking and back, but there's always cars in front. Right. Mm-hmm. With the advent of, it's not even advent, it's been like that Do you think years. there's real car, customer cars in front, or that's just to show, hey, people are actually in here? Inflatable Maybe. cars. Yeah. <laughs> or that's where they, it's like a, 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 a salvage yard. Yep. Yeah. Just put a bunch of cars in the way. People will think it's hot and happening. So with, with the advent of, of internet porn, why would you ever go to a place where you could A, run into somebody, B, your car be seen outside, and, and experience that with other people? Isn't the joy of pornography that you experience it either together or with a woman, or God forbid, two women. I think you just a- answer your question is, why would you do that? To hopefully run into somebody. <laughs> to hopefully someone will see my car out front. And what was the third one? Uh, with a know. woman, experience the pleasure. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I, I think always those are the same reasons. Thought that was funny. Like when we would we turned eighteen, so we could like go into the porn shop. We had intimate treasures, right. one shop in the area, and. Um, like seeing something you know, but what if you saw like a friend's mom or something? Just how awkward would that be? But at the same time, it's also awkward for them. Exactly. So it's not like they're <laughs> going to run into everybody. No, then. no. It would just be a secret you both had now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which maybe that would be fun. Yes. Every time you see that teacher that you know is secretly a stripper, you go, hey. Uh, give her that nod. Hey. Yeah. How you yep. done? Yep. 12 inch that, black, huh? <laughs> yeah, got it. <laughs> Is it, what is it, Varsity Blues, where yeah. the teacher yeah. is actually a stripper and all the guys see her? Like, yeah. I think that would be a fun story. Which, great film, by the way. I think. I That's think one so of my too. faves. I agree. It's a good film. Uh, your wife, Lori, quotes that one line all the time. I don't want your laugh. Yeah. <laughs> the unintentional comedy in some of that movie is incredible. Paul Walker? Is that he's Paul, Walker, Paul Walker and also, uh, what's his name? James Vanderbeek. Dawson yep. of, of Dawson's Creek. Right. Moxon. Is Moxon. Mox. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny, Mox. Johnny Moxon? I think so. Yeah, Jimmy. Johnny Moxon, and then Paul Walker is Lance Harbor. So Billy it's Bob. Kind of a, uh, Tweeter. Great, by the way, those are great high school quarterback names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Johnny Moxon. Johnny Tweeter. Moxon. Billy Bob. Tweeter, yep. yeah. Uh, Scott, Scott Conn, yeah. yeah <laughs> star-studded cast. He yeah. turned out, I mean, there's a lot of those guys that turned out to be something. I feel like the super fat guy and the pig really didn't go anywhere. Not so much. No, no. Billy Bob kind of peaked there. Yeah. I don't like him. Oh, Jeremy's got a fan base yeah. here at Lund- uh, Mean Mel. He's just being was waved. That, Mel? that was Mean Mel. Oh, nice. Yeah. Why don't we have her out on the show? Let's. I'll go see if she wants to be on, on the show. I should have brought Hold an extra microphone just randomly. Yeah, you should have. Who's uh, this person? We have an extra spot. We do have an extra yeah, spot, true. and I think she is somewhat of a fan, right? Yeah. At least she listens. She doesn't, she doesn't listen. She just knows what it she's is. She's an employee. She's a manager here. What is she? So the viewers uh, She know. works Listeners. with Jer. Okay. But I met her uh, up at my job, and that's kind of how she described it. Like, oh, I work with Jer, and I know okay. you guys do the podcast. So she is familiar with yes. the show. Okay. 
Well, maybe right. we could get her to listen if she's... Mean Mel and Go Well, Graham. Graham's here, too. Why doesn't Mean Mel... Why isn't she a fan? She just is aware of it? Just aware. Some yeah. people just don't like podcasts. Right. I know some people who are like, yeah, I've never clicked on one. Because right. there are a lot of them now. Everyone's yeah. got one. Everyone's got one, and it actually takes a significant amount of time to invest in a podcast. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Do you have 30 minutes, 45 minutes to listen to three jack-offs talk about nothing? It's great right. for commutes. And the, but don't take me... The people who do listen, we love you. Yes. For be, listen to us jack off. Certainly. But, continue. Yes. But the other people who don't, what they I don't said have time. Us three jack offs, not us three jacking off, which to go back to. That right. was 2015. Yeah, we're 20. turning a new look. <laughs> that's right. We're, we're maturing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's a thing that's been on Instagram a thousand times, and it happens every year, where someone wrote 2015 and then turned the five into a six, and they say, this is me for the next two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is me. Right. All the time. Everything Why? Is, I, I forget. Because you're writing checks still? I do write some checks. Oh, you really? do? Yeah. I remember having a big problem with that when it went from 1993 to 94. I was in first grade, and I remember <laughs> that being a real issue. I seriously have that memory. Now, 93, so 94. Much. I was graduating high school, and he was doing it in fifth grade. First. But I first never, Jeremy and I were having our first beers. Yeah. We were <laughs> That's nice. Basically. I never really – yeah, I guess I don't sign it often. And anytime I need to write the date, I need to think really hard about what date it is. I'm not someone who's just like, oh, it's the 13th. And so that process, I think. I also feel like on a check, as long as you write the dollar amount mm-hmm. correctly, you could scribble the shit yeah. out of everything else, and yep. they don't care. They no. will get your money. That's right. right. <laughs> How much do I owe you? $27. Right. Got it. <laughs> Same thing like with, when you swipe your card, and they say you need to sign. What? Who gives a shit? I literally just scribble or write an X, and right. not one time have they ever got it. I'm going to check right. your your signature matches up with your card. Never. Never. And even if you tried to do it the right way, it still never looks right. right. No, that's true. Are you a CID guy? Yes. Yes. Are you both are? Yep. yep. Dude, I got to get on that bandwagon. You should. What, what does the signature we, really do? Nothing. On the back of the card. What is the percentage of people who actually check your CID? 50%? I would, I would say it's 75%. 75% now. So and a lot of them will acknowledge it. They're like, well, I'm sorry that you wrote. I'm like, no, no, I want you to do it. Yeah, do yep. you say thank you? I was always thanked when I work in those jobs. And the only time I'm annoyed by it is if it's someplace I go all the time, like an oil chain shop where I had an appointment, you know my name, you have, you have my, my car, you, you have, my have all my information, right. and then you still need to see my ID? Come on. Man. Dude, it says CID. It says CID. You brought this upon yourself. Yeah. But you have, you have checked my ID 20 did you, times. Did you spell out C-S-E-E-I-D? S-E-E. Or do you just go C-I-D letters? No, because they dumb Whoa. people that work in those <laughs> Kid. Kid. What? Yeah. Kid. What am I doing? Uh, excuse me, Sid. I thought your name was Jeremy. Jesus. Right. This is soft, Sid. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So we just had a huge NFL weekend. No, we didn't. Last week. <laughs> well, huge for both uh, both Sam and I. Yeah. Jerry, you got a big weekend coming up. Yes. I was hoping that this coming weekend would be a, a big weekend for all three of us. Should have been. But unfortunately, Sam and I Shit have the bed. just stopped crying about our losses. Right. I'd, Sam has not stopped crying about the no, loss. No, man. This one sticks with you. Yeah. yeah. It's not uh, – man, I, I, you know, we have a list. We keep a list as Vikings fans about the worst soul-crushing defeats and uh, this goes right on there. This is about – there's probably six or seven games on the list, and this is right in the middle. Because of how dramatic it was, winning – first of all, miserable conditions. Yes. Winning almost the entire game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Set up two wins. Dominating the game. the game, not just winning. Dom- well, on field goals, yeah, yes. Yeah. But yep. you, you allowed no points until the fourth quarter. Right. A couple of fluke plays. Right. 
Peterson. So as a fan, you feel pretty good, but you always have that Vikingness in your head, like we're going to fuck it up, yep. we're going to mess it up, or something's going to go wrong, and then something went wrong. When he misses the 27-yard field goal, it's um, simultaneous. I cannot believe it, and of course, I totally believe course. it. Totally yeah, yep. of course, of course yep. that happens. Mm-hmm. And then there's that second or split second where you're like, well, maybe they, you know, you always try yep. to justify they looking for a flag, yeah, yeah, flag or something. No. Nope. So what he's lining up for basically it's an extra point. Yep. And he's yeah. made less than extra point now. Less than extra point oh, now. That's true. Yeah. yeah, and he's made several kicks throughout the day. So All you of think, them crushed one yeah. from forty-seven. This yeah. is no problem. It's Laces not super him. windy, whatever. And then when it happens, my first reaction was, "Ha ha! Uh, oh wait! Yep. Oh man, that sucks!" Like I, I felt sorry for Viking fans versus like laughing about it. Yeah, right. yeah of, man. Because you know you how said, it is. Yeah. They kind of like almost expected it to happen, and then, 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 then. I, I did felt- the ro- I did the wrong thing. I told Sam that I left the room. To do something else, just assuming he was going to make it, and I came back and Seattle's kneeling on the ball, and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa what did I miss there?" After I got after about six hours of just trying to process, then I started feeling sorry for Blair Walsh. I mean, what a terrible! Yeah. You're you're the only points the team has, right? And then you just miss a gimme, yep. and you just blow it for everybody. Yep. Honestly, it, it wasn't even close you. either. No, it, it wasn't was that close. No. It was just. Just the yips. I mean, yep. just purely, like nothing else. And, yeah, the laces were in, but right. he, he even said he's, like, from 27. Plus, he hit the one, the 40-plus yarder with mm-hmm. the laces in, too. So, but I think what's fucking Dan Marino is that that's something that the three of us look at that and go, I could have made that kick. I don't. And that's legitimate. Have <laughs> you seen the videos of Dude. guys going out in Minnesota right afterwards going, Blair Walsh, this is how done, and kicking field goals from 27 Seriously? yards? Seriously? I love yes. that. With that kind of pressure, I would have missed the ball. <laughs> I would have <laughs> missed the ball. Not the pressure. Oh, I'm just saying okay. the well, actual then, yeah. physical. So anytime you can match up physically with something a professional athlete could do, mm-hmm. yep. it's hard for you to sympathize with, well, why the fuck are you paid to do this? Right. But that's the hardest part of being a kicker. I think it. it there's a lot – uh, it relates a lot to golf, and I actually think mentally it's tougher because golf, you're playing the whole time. Yep. On, in football, you're standing on the sideline when it's negative five. Right. And then Talking they, to a punter, which that can't, <laughs> be good. can't be good at all. And they're like, hey, win us the game. Win us the game. Right. Okay. Oh, me or him? Me or yeah. Yeah. Well, who are you talking to? Either? Yeah, uh, I um, what, I'm surprised that you don't hear more about, like, the kicker got beat up, the kicker committed suicide, the kicker has a drinking problem, like the kicker, right. like negative stuff for that exact reason yeah. of so much pressure and then to fail the other 55 guys in the team. I saw a documentary, it's probably been about 20 years ago, about a kicker from the Dolphins. Um, Finkel, I think was his name. <laughs> he had missed a <laughs> Super Finkel's Bowl house. He had missed a Super Bowl kick and like ruined his life. Then well, I, I believe he turned in. Into, or are they out? I think they were in, but uh-huh. I. I can't remember the details, but he essentially turned into a woman. What? Yeah, I think how it's does a that even is how that ended. Isn't yeah. It? How did they find him out? Like how? Did, like when he went into depression. Dan where? Marino and I believe it was a, like a, detective, uh, a detective of some sort PI. that helped him out. Yeah. It must have been a pretty highbrow detective to be able to break that case of gone from yeah. failed kicker to woman. If nothing else, I imagine he had great hair. Yeah. Mm. You know, I think other than Finkel, it does you know suck. But as far as not committing suicide or turning into a woman, right. you got to get over it a week or two later. Not maybe not totally, but realize life's pretty sweet. I'm still being paid pretty good amount of cash to stand around and kick a football for I, a long I, period of time. I did see this morning that there was a bunch of first graders who wrote letters to Blair Walsh. It's heartbreaking, saying you know you're fine, and he went and visited those those kids today. Yes, so, yes, yeah. it's very, it's, but, it's very. But I'm sure they made it some kind of assignment, like they had. To. <laughs> <laughs> the one kid's like not doing it. My dad says that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad thinks Blair Wilson is an asshole. <laughs> 
Blair Wilson. Uh, Sorry, well, not Blair Wilson. Well, what about? <laughs> Hope he doesn't see, listen. The Redskins loss was different because um, it was just a. Gra- they started well, and then it was just a gradual uh, loss of grip on the game. I will take responsibility for the Redskins loss. Whoa! Here's why? I was going to blame Deshaun Jackson, but if it's easier yeah, to blame we, you, we can, we can get to him. Yeah. But I feel like it's my fault because I hopped on social media because I just happened to be watching the game and I started running my mouth. Oh, you and did. That's why. We to lost. who? Anyone who would listen, which is oh. nobody. Which is social <laughs> I media. didn't see any of that. I, yeah. so I, yeah, I saw post pictures. But. I got a handful of uh, Green Bay Packer friends. Yep. A handful. Oh, and front so runners? it's a lot of like, uh-oh, safety. I, said, right. I think I said if the final score is two to nothing, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Um, and then it was like, I don't know, eight nothing and then 11 nothing. And so I kept doing that. And then all of a sudden the wheels kind of came off after yep. the Deshaun Jackson touchdown that wasn't a touchdown what, what, what happened i didn't see that one well he basically had a touchdown and he kind of started to showboat a little bit and he stepped out of bounds as the ball was about to cross so the he plane. had the ball in his right hand mm-hmm. and he went through his left side of the body went through the plane yep. instead of extending the ball th- across the plane for so a touchdown side. so he's out of bounds on the half yard line and his get foot in. crossed didn't get the in. plane but the ball went out of bounds at the half yeah sure. All right, okay, you get three downs or right. four downs That's to go. That's the thing. You're like, well, well clearly they'll get in now. Yeah. And a lot of the time they don't. And they end up getting a field goal out of it. And it should have been. And then I, I love the people saying, oh, Deshaun Jackson, you know, he's usually pretty smart about the ball across the goal line. And you're like, That's the guy who dropped the ball on a punt return. Yeah. On the one-yard line. Like, yeah, right. the guy is After notorious. He was at the 20 and then did the great circle route like yeah. he was traveling to England. Yeah. Uh, no. He, I don't think he's super bright. No. Right, Did you order Chicharrones? Yes. Oh, man. Jeremy. Coming up big like coming usual. Up strong. Yep. So it is the new year. Um, do you guys feel – and I, I know, Jeremy, the answer is no. But do you have <laughs> any pressure whatsoever to do a kick-ass New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve? Yeah. Like, whole, like the whole ringing in the New Year thing? No. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you did, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I like – I always want to do something on New Year's Eve. It doesn't have to be, like, substantial, but it has to be something. It's so many people I ask. We've scared, hey, what'd you do for New Year's? We've scared away our people that were sitting next to us. I know. Why, why'd you guys move so far away? Oh. Yeah. Do, we, do we have to talk louder? Mean no, mean no. Mel's cold. Okay. Cold Mel. Mean Mel turns into cold Mel? Yep. I can't believe you don't want to be on the show. We got to ex- Well, we're just talking about football. We're done. We already talked about porn, and now we're going to talk about New Year's Eve. New Year's yes. Eve? Yes. Oh. You want to weigh in on New Year's Eve? Well, whatever you want. Talking about whether there's pressure to have a kick-ass night on New Year's Eve, like there always was when you know you're 21, 22 type thing. It's really all it is. I've started doing old person things, and I, I find it much more agreeable. We went to Glenwood Springs this time and just had a nice little here, Mel. Weekend. Welcome to the podcast, Mel. Thank you. I feel honored. So, tell us about your New Year's Eve and the pressures that you have on yourself. I got to do something. So, uh, oh, sorry. Can you hear me? So my boyfriend got a new job. We had this really low key evening planned out and I was pretty happy about it. It was a busy time, holidays, blah, blah. And they just said, okay, pack up your stuff and go. And so he pretty much had Christmas to New Year's Eve off. And he was like, we got to go do something. We got to go somewhere. He was like, I'm booking a trip. We're going to Orlando. Mm. And I was like, weird, Orlando of all places, but cool. Like uh, so, Epcot Center yeah, or Disney World we went to we Harry went to Potter Harry Potter Land. Land. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. We had some butter beer. That's a thing, really. It was epic. Actually, we both really <laughs> enjoyed ourselves. Um, 
So then we went to this, we had a nice dinner, went to the City Walk area down in Orlando by Universal Studios. And um, they had this private party blocked off. And just for you guys? No, no, no. That's just awesome. it was uh, everything in Orlando is like $150. Like anytime mm. you want to go anywhere. So it was another $150 each to get into this party. And we were like, nah, we can just watch the fireworks from uh, the, the uh, rooftop deck of Margaritaville. I thought it was a great idea. And I'm like, nobody's even up here. This is great. So he's like, oh, yeah, good eye. And so we sit there for an hour waiting for fireworks. And it turns out that the fireworks ended up shooting off on top of Margaritaville the other direction. What? And we <laughs> completely missed the fireworks. Why is nobody sitting in this awesome location? <laughs> it seems so stupid. We're the only smart ones that know where to be. No one else knows, man. Yeah. We're pretty much locals. That's so. Funny. So we were like, oh, well, that's kind of a bummer, but whatever. We're still having a good that time. What's booming sound? You'll have yeah. a chance to see fireworks <laughs> yeah. again, hopefully. So then on our way back out, we run into these middle-aged ladies having a blast. Blue cheese and tops. And they had VIP lanyards on. Right. So... So they have these like glow stick baton things and they really like my boyfriend and they're like, you have a, a cute tush and they're what, they're smacking him Did with they these glow sticks. I cleaned, I cleaned it up for the show. Okay, good. Yeah. So, and I'm like, this is hilarious. And he's so embarrassed, bright red. And then he takes, he's an opportunist and was like, hey, are you guys done with at the party? Are you done with those passes? And they were like, yeah, here you go. So we actually ended up having a great New Year's Eve because it was all food and drinks included in there and a live DJ and it ended up working out. So score. That sounds yeah. awesome. Great New Year's yeah, this so year. Orlando's expensive in general. Yeah. Really? Really expensive. I guess New Year's too, they can jack everything up in those, those It's areas. true. Plus um, it was just kids galore on uh, winter, winter break and I think that um, a kid's meal is like forty dollars at Disneyland <laughs> for like they eat two gold chicken in Orlando, fingers. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the, the pressure to do something on New Year's Eve was that contingent on the fact that he had it off and he had a new job? Is that why yeah. like, we got to blow it out this yeah. year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Normally, would you have done nothing? Like you said, you had something kind of low-key and yeah, chill Yeah, we just had, you know, kind of friends coming over to his place. Yeah. All the dogs were, you know, going to be taken care of. Everything was going to be fine. Yeah. I think I was going to do a crock pot or two or something. <laughs> mm. Blow. Style. Yeah. Uh -huh. But at least you were doing something. I know so many yeah. people that I said, what'd you do on New Year's? Nothing. And by the way, I went to bed at 930 that they were proud as shit that they did nothing and that they didn't even make it to midnight. That happens a lot. I feel like most of the time I've always made it since I've been old enough. Of course. Why would you just stay up? I don't know. I think some people do it just so they can say, I, I thumb my nose at New Year's Eve. I'm not doing it. This is how cool I am. Yeah. Right. I'll show New Year's Eve. It's like the guy that. I was talking about Dick the Powerball yesterday. Yeah. Well, you know, the odds shut up. <laughs> yeah. Shut. Nobody cares. Nobody likes you right now. Go. Well, Go away. New Year's Eve has always been really big at my house because it's my mom's birthday, December oh. 31st. Happy birthday, Donna. Yeah. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Donna. Donna. Yeah. And, uh, she, she should. She will now. Yeah, she I'll will let her know. know. Yeah. This um, podcast is featuring. So there is. <laughs> Maybe we, we'll have Donna skip over yeah. the first five, ten minutes. My brother and I always had a babysitter. And I remember one year. I was maybe like nine, eight or nine, and our babysitter had some little poppers that we would pop at midnight, my brother and I. He's five years younger than me. His name is Zach Morris, by the way. And um, he had a pot and a pan, or a pot and a 
wooden spoon. And he was banging it so hard, and he, the babysitter said, you can bang as loud as you want, and he's super pumped about it. And the wooden spoon chipped off, broke, and flew off into the yard. And I was like, oh, Zach, that was mom's favorite spoon. And he just died like he had big crocodile tears cried for like a half an hour and i completely let him believe this is the older sister. Wow. mean mel style that's I've been mean for from. a long time <laughs> i feel like we should dig into this mean mel thing like there's got to be some criteria for such a nickname we should bring her back for another episode yeah, yeah. that's a whole other can you give us one maybe on jeremy that. will give us one good instance but your your like why is she mean mel to you because you haven't known her since she was an infant right uh or were you the babysitter no, I wasn't. Okay. Uh, essentially, we've named her Mean Mel because she needs to be meaner than she really is. Oh, it's like being a really fat guy and be called tiny. Yeah, exactly. So she's not mean. Right. No. Oh. So. Well, that story kind of. But like super nice Mel, that's not a cool nickname. But but she's getting meaner. Like the other day, she she said that she uh, was really close to punching somebody in the throat. Wow. Right. So I it was almost a, punched. Yeah. Somebody. How, <laughs> yeah. how close? Like how close? Um, like you took a swipe at him and you missed him, or you just really wanted to? No, like I just put really bad energy into the universe. Ah. Throw a punch okay. style. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Sometimes that's it. enough to make people cry. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people will buckle just because they know the weight of the world is on top of them. Right. And you, I bet you stared at him too. I bet you eyeballed him. Uh, no, it was actually um, something completely out of my control. And something that had happened to my mom, and I was really upset for her on her behalf. And so you weren't I, even there. I wasn't even there. This was just, yeah, just bad energy. I'm putting it Did out. you guys feel a shift in the force that day? I, I did. Yeah, you felt everything get a little bit darker. I was like a little uncomfortable yep, in my uh-huh. chair. Like, oh, man, something is That's me, Mel. Here. Yep, she can do that. Wow, that's impressive. Bad mojo. I like it. Yep. Maybe you should call it bad mojo, Mel. Ooh, mojo, Mel. No. Those okay. are much more important powers than just yeah. being bluntly right. Throat puncher. Yeah. 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 Well, my meanness is pretty subtle. I mean, oftentimes I like to ask the question I already know the answer to, just so I can enjoy the blank, vacant stare. Shaming. Of who you like shaming live. people. Yes. So you're going to eat those uh, fries, huh, Jer? So you're wearing that, huh? Okay. Yeah. That's what <laughs> you're wearing now? <laughs> you're going to wear that. Okay. This is good stuff. Well, thanks yeah. for stopping by the podcast, Mean yeah. Mel. Thanks, guys. Our Bye, Mel. Bye now. <laughs> this podcast has long needed a woman's touch. Yes. It is. A real woman. A real, or, yeah, yeah, not. We have your wife on from time to time. No, that's but, true. But a real woman. I mean, she brings like a trucker aspect to the right. podcast that I feel like she's more manly than the three of us. DJ, possibly, DJ Smash Brothers, do you want to get on? No. No, okay. I'm having a Dr. Pepper, Graham. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. It's very nice service there, yeah. Jared. Jeez, your Thanks. fans. Uh huh. Well, overwhelming. That's why we come here. This yep. is his hood. Yep. If you will. Those are my peeps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is this really your hood? Well, no, no, just yeah. for lunch. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But they, do, they know him here as Jer. Yeah. Does gotcha. anyone call you Jeremy? No. Everyone just calls you Jer. Jer or Nell. Nelly. Nelly. Why Nelly? Nelson. Oh. Nelly, yeah. Duh. Nelly, Still. Mel and Nell, Deo Fun. Yeah. That's a sponsored thing? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you could sell that to like Tostitos Doesn't or something. It? Yeah. yeah. We should Sounds get like a, a, great... a title sponsor. Yeah. Well, be Tostitos. I yeah. feel like they have a decent amount of money. We the Fiesta be... Bowl. And lunch with Jared. I right. think we should just get ourselves a title sponsor and then send them an invoice. And say, yeah. yeah, you guys have been sponsoring yeah. us. Yeah. Send out 200 invoices and see what happens. Um, right. My business partner one time told me that if you go to a company that's that big, there's a chance, like you're saying, if you send them an invoice for something, they may just pay it because yes. they'll get lost. Or, and if it's like 
eighty-seven dollars, they probably won't pay it. But if it's five thousand dollars, they might go. Well, this is obviously important. We should right. just pay this. Yeah, we should see what that level is. I know. Just in the Tostitos will start off like a hundred bucks, and we'll keep going up a hundred dollars. Still, we'll they, double it. They would shred it. I feel like it's got to be at least four figures. So, uh, what do you do for work? I invoice people. <laughs> I uh, just send invoices to companies. Sometimes they pay it. Sometimes they don't. And uh, yeah, it's gone pretty well for Counts me. It's, it's, a pure, it's a Pierce numbers game. Well, the nice part about that job, then, is you don't have to keep any records because you don't have to keep track of if they pay it or not. That's because, true. Because they you, didn't owe you any money. You would, though, because you'd want to keep track of who pays you, and you could just monthly install them because then they think, oh, yeah, we have to do this every That's month. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. And you have to send it to different people in the organization because you need to find the person who just rubber stamps shit yes. and passes it along. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and find the right God, this, size of company. I've actually not thought about this, but this is a great idea. I've I think so, too. That's got some legs. Uh-huh. What are they going to do? Like, take legal action because you sent them an invoice? No, they're just not going to pay it. <laughs> the worst thing that happens is you don't get paid. And then you just hey. go, oh, I didn't, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to send that. Sorry, that was for someone else. Mm-hmm. Don't. Hey, I just noticed I accidentally paid you. <laughs> That's your bad. Wow, right? you'll have to talk to accounting about that. Why? I, um, you, yeah. So is it you don't want to admit it to your boss? Because I could go to your boss right. and tell you what you did, or you could just Or if their the lawyers way, call right? you, they go, why did you invoice us? I don't know. Why did we invoice you? I I'll, have to, I'll yeah. have to account, check the account I'll receivable. Have to, I'll yeah. have to check <laughs> call you. I'll have them give you a buzz. And, uh, okay? All right. I'll have your people talk to my people. Well, who are your people? Who are yours? <laughs> <laughs> the bank accidentally paid me one time, oh, actually. Oh, it was awesome for a little bit. I was like, I was probably 16, and they, you know, I was trying to take out, I don't know, $70, and they gave me probably 70 of your $80. Yeah. And that was awesome because that was so much money at that time. So I'm like, sweet. 70 bucks would be a lot right now for me. Yeah. I yeah. got 10 lunches. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's still a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, I knew immediately when they handed me the envelope, it was too much. Right. So I drove off as fast as I could. <laughs> and then they like called my house like later that day, like, oh, we made an error. Like, We're yeah, you did. We're going to have to talk to your mom. Uh, yeah. I've played Monopoly enough times when I get the bank error in your favor, collect $10, mm-hmm. that I get to collect that money. That's $10. Good. $10. I'll bring back the 70 but you got to give me 10 I'm like, it's uh, gone. As long as you turn that card in. It's a yeah. reward. Uh-huh. Reward. I and I also have a get out of jail free, so don't think about <laughs> calling the cops on me. <laughs> think about it, man. That's funny. I, I mean, it happens to everybody, right? You go to McDonald's, you give them a 10, they think you gave you a 20, and they give you the change back. I always judge whether or not I'm going to tell them what happened based on how cool they are. If they're oh. super dicky to me right. and they make a mistake, I'm not telling you. Yep. But if they're nice and you realize, oh, this is going to be a big deal, yep. then I will absolutely give the money back. I think that's an, a fair way to approach life. Everything. Yeah. In general. I don't, I don't I'm with you on that one. That. Yeah, I don't, I don't argue. We should move on from that because I – I agree with you 100%. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. It was nice to have a female guest on the show, and one of the notes that we had today was, I was wondering if, I should have asked Mel this, do women, women don't seem like they have a dark side. Like, well, see, we just, fu- us, we figured what? that out. Yeah. What? All three of us, <laughs> there's a part of like, there's something about you, there's a dark side that you like weird stuff, or you have weird thoughts. Like, I don't think You're talking about f- women, females. Yes. Have you seen the movie Gone Girl? Have you seen? I have seen that. Have you Good seen Lord. any women before in your life? Have I seen? No. I don't, a woman. I don't know anything about Do you know anything about them? I know nothing about women. That was, might be the worst line that you've ever written down. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> you've never met a woman. Uh, okay. What I should have said instead of dark side is dirty side or a uh, deviant side not a dark side like a crazy side oh yeah okay. Okay. that goes that, without that's, saying that's right. bad note yeah yeah, me. yeah dark side like in gone girl she's cuckoo right and, and obviously that's a movie but a woman wrote that book yes so right that thought is there somewhere right. i could see like that uh, 
Mean Mel puts stuff out into the universe. Yeah. Same type of thing. Floating right. around. Uh-huh. She wanted that to happen. Uh-huh. But I mean, so uh, like a d- our darker deviant side. Maybe I'll, let me back, okay. it, back okay. it up. Instead of striking all that from the record, let's just back it up. Um, because I think we, like some of the stuff we talk about when we get together is, you know, a little dirty, a little, little off color, a little, little deviant. And I don't know that when women get together, they go that route. Yes. Men are unilateral, unilaterally disgusting. Right. And uh, I don't think women are. I think some of them are. You know, this is like a people thing. There's enough people. I think it's group think. Yeah. Like you get four or five together. You get two guys together. It's going to be dirty. You get 10 guys together. It's going to be dirty. Two women together. Maybe not. 10. Yes. We should ask. When Lori's hanging out with us, Mm -hmm. she is dirty, but that's because she's with us. When she's around her girlfriends, is that how she is, or is she a completely different type of person? I think that's who she is. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Filthy till the end, huh? Mm, Crazy? (laughs) Cray cray? Dark side. Dark side. As I stole this from Mel, Fifty Shades of Cray. (laughs) Cray cray? (laughs) Speaking of the dark side, you guys, I'm assuming, saw Star Wars, right? Yes. God, no. Come on. What? I could not care less. Wow. Could Even not to care see it, less. No. It only costs no. you $10 in two and a half hours of your life to figure out what everybody's talking about. You know, I saw The Reverend instead. I was interested in that. Heard it was amazing. It was really good. I thought it was good. I don't see a lot of movies. Star Wars, I'm not being the guy about like, ooh, I'm too I just don't care, dude. I, it's just, I'm not inside. Like but guy. it sounds like you're being that guy, though. You are being that guy. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you my honest feelings here. That's all I'm doing here. I'm trying to convey to you. So you both saw Star Wars? Yes. Twice. Twice? Yep. What is this, Titanic and you're a 13-year-old girl? Come I've on. never seen Titanic. Really? Yeah. That one is being the cool guy going, I'm going to make it a point in my life That's to never good. see Titanic. That's good. Yeah. Okay, and I you're like proud it. of it. You yes. didn't stay up till midnight. I'm you didn't see Titanic. I'm I didn't stay up till midnight. No, 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 but I'm saying that's your I didn't stay up till midnight. Yes, yes. I'm Titan- saying that. Absolutely. Titanic is, is my thing. Hanging your hat on that. But have you seen the other Star Wars? Yeah, I saw. So that's not really your thing then. No, It's just this one. That's true. That's why I'm saying I'm not trying to be that guy because I've seen the main ones, I think I saw episode one, I think. And then um, that point in my life, I, I think I was more interested in that stuff, too. The, main, the, the first three you got to see. Right. You know, they're just like classic movies. Mm-hmm. So I get that. I agree with that. Are you boycotting it or you just don't really no, no. want to see if, it? If it? This is how I look at it. If it makes its way to me. You'll watch it. I'll watch it. Okay. If I walk into a living room and it's on, I'm like, all right. I got it. Because if I make a point of Titanic's on to change the channel. Exactly. Yep. Uh-huh. I'm not going to do it. Yep. yep. Uh, because you think it, the concept is stupid or because it was so popular and you never saw it and now. Second one. Yep. Okay. Everybody else loved it. I purposely I didn't it. see it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I know you did. It's a yeah. good film. Mm-hmm. I liked I the end. I was, I was fifth grade for me. So it was a big, it was big into the. Because there's a booby in it. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pre-internet. No, no. Charcoal no. drawing Insult. of a nipple. Oh, sorry, it. yeah, Come yeah. Sorry. She was immortalized in my mind from that moment. She's pretty cute. She's accent. fine, but she was great then. Yeah, mm-hmm. and know? when you have the accent, it takes you up one and a half points. Mm-hmm. True, I would say. Yep. You know, that reminds me of, uh, in this film, The Revenant, it's reminded me of this, even though it happens a lot, this dude, Tom Barry? Hardy, is, what's that? Bear Uh No. Oh, that Bear didn't happen. was very intense, but... <laughs> Guy Tom Hardy's British, I think. Yeah, um, and he does a very good American hick kind of yep. accent. Yep. And it always, like, it, it doesn't surprise me when an American can do a British accent, but it surprises me the other way around for some yep. reason. Yep. I don't really know why, but Holy. absolutely. I think the, it's impressive. The guy from Star Wars is British and did an American accent in the entire movie. Who? Um, yeah. Finn. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of them, that, like uh, Colin Farrell. 
Yep. Colin yeah. Farrell is yeah, Irish or something. Yep. That's he's, true, and he always does American accents. Yep. And he's he's good. Yep. He's really he's one of those guys that you, you watch a movie and you're like, he could be kind of a douchebag. Then he does a movie like Horrible Bosses, right. where he has balding hair and he's fat, and he plays a great character. Like He has to have a good sense of humor to be able to pull up that. Which I, I would argue are Horrible Bosses 2 is better than Horrible Bosses 1. Very underrated Horrible Bosses yep. 2. Yep. Hardly anybody saw it. I just watched it again the other day, and I love it. Yep. You're and a I big love the first watch one. movies again guy, though, aren't you? Yeah. There's only like three movies I'll do that with. You know, what three are they? Yeah. Super Titanic. Tro- Super Titanic. Tro- Super Troopers. Mm-hmm. Heavyweights. Greatest film of all time. Heavyweights. I need to see that. Heavy- What's Heavyweights? Dude, really? Yeah. Heavyweights is. He wrote a whole like story on it. It yeah. It's it's a, I believe it's a Disney production, early '90s, and it's just about fat camp. Okay. And it's got Ben Stiller as the evil camp director. Okay. It's got the guy who ended up being Goldberg. Uh, as a fat kid, it's got um, Keenan Thompson. Okay, it's, a fa- it's it's just a terrific movie. You know, it's a childhood thing for right. me. It was my favorite yep. movie, but that's the best film. That Super Troopers, and then like I'll watch Goodfellas again. You know, something like that. I guess I'd watch like Pulp Fiction. Again. I guess there's more than three. There's more. I mean, if you the, the hyperbole of saying there's only three just justifies the, that there's just not that many. Yeah, it's right. not actually three. But there's probably a ton of movies that if you're flipping through the channels that's on, you're going to be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this. Not, not me personally, just because I don't do that that much. But um, yeah, the, like, uh, the other night actually, we had just finished watching something, and I just turned the TV on to a normal channel, and it was uh, the movie "Thank You for Smoking." I don't know if you guys have ever That's seen good. that. That's good. I like it. I saw it once. Seen it's part a good of it. movie. So yep. I watched like 45 minutes of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is entertaining, and that was it. So sometimes I get mad at myself when I'm in like a hotel room and I'm shuttling through, and I I come to one of those movies. I go, God damn it! Now I have to watch this mm-hmm. because. It's something that sticks for me, and it, and a lot of times it's not even a good movie. Right. You're like, oh, this. Right. And actually, the same guy that's in Thank You for Smoking, who's also the guy that's um, whatever half face in the Batman movies. Oh yeah, what's his Nick name? Na- well, it's Nick Naylor in Thank You for Smoking. I don't Two-Faced. know what his name is. Yeah, Two Faced in Batman. Anyway, he's in a movie about drilling to the center of the Earth to restart the core. It's called like, maybe it's called. I don't know what it's called. Journey it's, to the Center of the it's Earth. It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible fucking movie. Good. It's got the girl from. Um, what was the female boxing movie? God, I can't remember his name. Oh, Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. She's in it. The super skinny girl. Wait, who's who's the girl? From, she won an Academy Award. I or think. Something? Anyway, the okay. two of them are in this movie, and it's a terrible movie. And yet, every time it's on TBS, I go. You end up watching it. No, I end up. I end up watching like twenty minutes of it, and it's bad. I can't do the TBS commercials. I know you. Yeah. Will. yeah. Wait, TBS commercials? Why? I can't watch a movie on TBS and sit through it, especially when there's commercials. But if it's on HBO or something oh, like that, I gotcha. yeah. I thought it was something specifically. About no, no, just like any movie that's on TV that there's commercials in it, I can't sit through it and watch it. Is it irrelevant if you own it? Like, let's say it's Dumb and Dumber, and you have Dumb and Dumber on the shelf, you would just pop it in and watch it. Uh, I would say for eighty percent of them, yeah. No. So if I own it, I'm not going to watch it again. But there's some that I will that I'll like turn it on. And <laughs> see, Die, Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard Two lately has been on. If it's on TV, which you can do, pause it, leave the room like you do during TV right. from time to time, come back in a half hour, catch up. It, you can skip through a lot yep. of commercials. Right. Uh, Point Break is one of those movies that's always on. The, the new one came out at Christmas time. That's almost more hype than I've ever seen for a movie that turned out to be like a five on Rotten Tomatoes and no one saw it and it just disappeared. Did you go see it? Really? I didn't see it. Okay. I will see it because I think it looks cool. Right. Apparently, it's so shitty. That, I mean, it was all over social media for a long time, and then it's just gone. 
because it got panned so badly. Oh, it did. Okay, oh, that's yeah. why. Like it's terrible. Well, of course, it's, it's a point. I don't know. My my fiance Kristen gets these uh, free screenings. You see it like three days before it comes out or a week before it comes out. I don't know why they do it for at focus a theater groups or something. Yeah, at yeah, a okay. theater. They take your phone. Yep, and yep. Stuff. And so we do that sometimes because she gets all these emails, and she sent me one for that movie, and I was like. I was basically like, yeah, we could go, but why would we? And she was like, well, and I'm like, no, but. Even as free, you yeah, were like. I'm like, have you seen the first one? She's like, no. I'm like, I, I just, it's, it seems not quite worth the effort. Now, if, it, if I were you, Derek, and I was really into the movie, absolutely. Yeah. We've seen some bad movies by doing that. Yeah. We've never seen a really good one. Was la- do you remember the last one you went to go see? Um, I forget the name of it. It was some college humor movie that didn't do very well, and I forgot about it immediately afterwards. And before that, it was 21 Jump Street, the remake. Which I thought was really good. I thought it was good. Everybody else I talked to thought that was hilarious. When I saw it in this screening thing, right. and granted, this was a month or two before it came right. out, I thought it was terrible. So right. I don't know if they changed things, but I mean, I don't mean it. I, I thought it was like, eh. I thought it was terrible. And Kristen thought it was too. So I, I feel like I watched it on the plane to Oregon last year with Derek. Liked it so much, I rented Twenty Two Jump Street to watch mm-hmm. it on the flight back. Really? Also liked Twenty Two yeah. Jump Street. Which then I had an offensive lineman sitting next to me, laughing, watching over my shoulder. He had no sound, but he had seen it before. So. Oh, really? You yeah, reliving the moment. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's movies like that that I watch it that weren't super popular that I go, why not? Right. It's like Horrible Bosses Two is not super popular. It's very funny. Yeah. I feel like you put two next to it, and people don't really take it seriously. Yep. No. You know what I mean? Unless it's like so a blockbuster. So you, you saw Anchorman 2, right? And you, yes. You hated it. I didn't like it. I didn't mind it. Really? Yeah. I watched it a couple weeks ago, and I thought it was – there was funny parts in it. It wasn't as good as the first one, but it wasn't yeah. – partly because you said it was terrible. I went in thinking it was going to be absolutely terrible, and it was still somewhat enjoyable. Your expectations going in matter a lot. That, that's what I thought about Dumb and Dumber 2. Yep. I was like, listen – I know what this is going to be. Yep. you got to take it for what it is. And yep. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah. I couldn't stand it. I think at some point when you give up on the movie, then you can't bring it back. That was Anchorman or Dumb and Dumber? Yes. Both of those, <laughs> both of those movies, about halfway through, I went, God, this is terrible. And then, then I've already made up my mind. So right. at that point, you should oh, just leave. Yeah. Right? Yeah, what was the last over. movie you walked out of? Never. Never. I got caught trying to sneak into an R-rated movie, and they kicked me out. What was that? Last what weekend? What was that? <laughs> I was like, uh, "Sorry, you're a grown man. Just buy a ticket. <laughs> nope. Into the exit. Not doing it. Um, I just had to run out to my car real quick and grab something. So that's why I came through the exit. Nope. <laughs> you can't do it. Nope. I um, when we were going to see the Revenant, Chris and my fiance said to me on the way in the car, "So are you like nervous?" I said, "No, I'm not acting or anything. We're just going to watch the movie." She goes, well, you know, theaters. She oh. meant about the shooting. I, that happens. I saw Star Wars the night it came out, and I was 5% more scared than I usually would Really? Be. Because yep. of that late night kind yep. of thing? Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. It's like you never would have thought about it before, and the odds are probably just the same or worse of mm-hmm. it happening now right. than they were before that whole thing. But, and I wasn't nervous. I hadn't been thinking about it. And then she puts it in my head. I'm like, Walking in there like, hmm, where's the closest seat to the exit? Now I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that night felt a little bit nervous. This summer, went to that same theater where, yeah. it hap- where the shooting oh, happened really? hmm. with, uh, with my family to see a kid's movie. But someone walked in the theater, and I think it was someone that worked there, and stood up in the corner just to check things out, like halfway through the theater. Mm. Both my mom and I were like, 
Did you see that guy up front? Yeah. Like both of us noticed that that we wouldn't have noticed it otherwise. Gotcha, yep. right. And right. now you're not paying attention to the movie. It's very distracting, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Which is the downside to going to the movies. Like if someone else, there's always that one guy that's like shaking his, uh, you know, hot tamales or right. something or eat the popcorn too loud. It's hard for me to concentrate on the movie when those kind of weird sounds are happening. Sure, sure. Yeah. You got to not do that. I mean, no. as the person, there's so much just lack of social awareness. And that's a note to self buy hot tamales for the trip on Monday morning. <laughs> and also, um, back in the day, maybe 20 years ago, this would work to somebody. <laughs> and then we go, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize for shaking my mic and Ike's too loudly. Right. Whereas now it'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. And then they bring out their cell phone and they start videotaping you so that you don't punch them in That's the face. That's going to – exactly. The, I, on the last plane I was on, this is a couple of weeks ago, coming back from Christmas, there was this kid. Um, I had an aisle seat. He had an aisle seat right across from me. And, um, you know, the long emo hair and the hat. He was probably 17, something like that, traveling alone. And he had the Beats headphones or, like, whatever the white version of that is. I don't know. but um, <clears throat> And he had them around his neck. They were this, just white? This, this, was near the, oh. this was near the end of the flight. We may have been just landing or just landed. And he had them around his neck playing full, like full volume so I could hear all the words to crappy music he was playing. And I'm like, well, clearly it was just a mistake. He's going to turn it off soon. But he stays there like that for, like, five minutes till finally I just look over – and just stared at him for like <laughs> probably 30 seconds. I just did not break the stare until finally he realizes it. And he looks up and goes, oh, that's kind of loud, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it is. At least he realized it. But eventually. Was yeah. he with a parent or anything? No, or was he by himself? nothing. Okay. Just by himself. So if that's the case, that's when you look at the parent. Like, can you not <laughs> fucking hear what your kid is doing? Dude, on the flight on the way out there. I've never seen this before. Parent, dad next to me, and daughter. Daughter was whatever age. Daughter's four or five three, one of those. And I'm not a good judge. And um, he was... Don't put him on the, 15, don't put him on the price right. Somewhere in the... <laughs> she was playing. He wanted to keep her occupied on the plane, which I understand. So you can just have a few minutes of silence. So he puts a game on the iPad with the sound on. With this... On a game. This beep, is not a movie. Beep, beep, nothing beep, you need beep, to see beep. the sound on. Right. And he's like, oh, it's not loud enough. Let's turn it up. <laughs> I'm like, dude, could you? And then he was, oh, uh, uh, he said something and, and that was it. But I'm like, I let it go on for like 10 minutes because the same thing. Clearly, this guy is going to realize right. that that's a rude thing to do. Mm-hmm. No. There's not that much. That, that sense of self-awareness is kind of gone. That's why I wish I had Mean Mel's concept of, I could just mind fuck this guy to make right. it change. Mm-hmm. Or right. have him just have a uh-huh. meltdown. Like, I, please just stop. Right. Because you don't want to have an altercation. Because most of the time, those people are very defensive about, this is my space right. and my whatever. And yeah. I have so the it, right to. And It'll escalate if you bring it up. Yeah. Instead of just right. being like, could you not? And then right. being like, you know what? Yeah, right, I right. could not. But see, if you, approach, <laughs> if you approach it the right way, right, I could in your not. head, it should be fine. Like, hey, would you mind turning that down? Right. Is usually now met with the, I don't have to turn it down. Well, but no. I, I'm not yelling you. I'm just asking you nicely. Sure. And now you've escalated. Sure. Now we're fine. What happens if they answer nicely and go, ah, no, I will not turn it down? <laughs> like, that should end right there, right? Yeah. Or do you escalate? Like, I, I, I've processed your request. <laughs> I've decided to the contrary. Thank you. Have a nice day. I disagree. See, it's interesting. I usually find that people are so anti-confrontational that um, if you bring anything up, even super nice, they'll be like, whoa, whoa, yeah, 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 of course, of course, of course. I just didn't realize. But maybe we can't hang around different people. I don't know. I think it depends on how it is. And like anything else, as long as you approach it nicely, I think you should um, expect that them to react nicely. But I just I don't see that anymore. I think people are just so defensive about this is what I want to happen right now. Sure. So 
I don't give a shit what you want. Right, for sure. And, and I don't like that. Uh, this happened on the news, and I can't remember exactly what the context was for me to put this notes down, but it's the athlete, the politician, the whoever that did something egregious or terrible or embarrassing that has to stand up in front of the microphone and give a press conference. And his wife is standing right with, next to him. <laughs> is what is that woman thinking about whatever that guy did? Cha-ching. <laughs> I can do whatever I want now. The athlete, famous person, politician who stands up does that. Never is poor. You know, you don't see the poor person up there and his wife go, "I'm gonna stick by him on whatever he does." I'm sorry, I got sure. my third yep. DUI. Yeah. She's not <laughs> Right. Is this really a press conference, or are you just talking to a broomstick? <laughs> I'm gonna. Where's your wife? Bank account through thick and thin. Yep. Uh, the platinum card has just been good to me, and it would just be a shame if I. The Kobe wife, six million dollar ring. Yeah. Well, exactly. And you know, you know when you know it's over is when she's not there. Right. That Anthony Weiner, which perfectly fitting name, when he did all that, and he had the the. Um, it was not really an apology; it was more of a denial press conference, and his wife wasn't even there. And it's like, okay, you, it's, it's done. But didn't Asu, like Tiger's wife. Now, granted, she doesn't need the money, but when all that stuff went down, she's like, I'm out. And yep. she still got the money, by yeah. the way. Yeah, she's, yeah it's yeah. not, like, no, it's not like, like she passed it up and was like, yeah, I just, I just won't take the money. For, <laughs> but she didn't be like, right. well, I'm going to stick around through it. She's like, what, you did what? Well, Fuck the level that, of shame out. there, it, it's so high. I mean, direct shame. If, if the guy sent some... You know, got drunk and sent some lewd texts or something like that. That'd be one thing. Or a Dewey or a... Right. Right. But there were 52... But would you, you would say she's the exception, not the rule, right? For sure. Yeah. Yep. Elon Woods. Yeah. yeah good for her. Yep. I just... I, I, first of all, whatever the guy is saying at the podium is irrelevant. It was either written or it's not, not genuine. So all I do is stare at that woman. Just look for her to flinch or to express some kind of emotion like... The, staring at, at, at stuff like that is great. Did you guys either, probably the answer is no, but did you watch the State of the Union, any of that? It's no. the weirdest thing, just the most awkward situation to put people in because you have the president that the camera's on the entire time for the hour, hour and a half, what it is. And then you have two people behind them, the vice president and the speaker of the house. They're on camera the entire time. Yep. On camera the entire time, yep. staring at the back of his head. Yep. And one is almost always his party. It yep. always is his party because it's the vice president. One is almost always the opposition party. Mm-hmm. So it's just the most awkward. It was like, because Paul Ryan's a new speaker of the House, he was almost like going overboard trying to show his displeasure. Yep. Like Obama said something about leading the way on cancer research. Dude didn't even clap. I, I, heard, it, it, I heard he was like a 14-year-old teenage girl that just like rolled his eyes and was like <laughs> so much. disappointed in whatever dad was having to say. Lost his arms. Yeah, like like, like, <laughs> 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 I want everyone to see that I'm... That's what Practically surfing on his phone. This like. is my moment. <laughs> yeah. That would be the better way. Mm-hmm. He just starts texting. <sighs> Rolls his eyes. T- starts texting. Tweeting. LOL. <laughs> Taking pictures. Uh-huh. Can you believe Selfies. this guy? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be really funny. That'd be I'm the best. A little bit surprised that that's never happened, honestly. Right. Like, just well, to put there's something still, on social media. There's like still that? some decorum when the speech is actually going on. I'm sure they're all taking selfies afterwards. Mm-hmm. <sighs> great um mike tyson you guys hear about this no what happened new tattoo uh no this would is better he he somehow got on a hoverboard one of the new hoverboards and fell off and like busted his back he's like seriously injured from riding a hoverboard i don't think he got seriously injured i think i think he got hurt i think he got the news he hit the he hit 
the ground harder than he ever did when he was boxing. That's true. Other, yeah. than, other than Buster Douglas uh-huh. knocked him out. Mm-hmm. Probably. But I, the thing to me is why they keep calling them hoverboards. I'm like, right. wait, they got those? Someone said hoverboard to me. I'm like, they figured it out? <laughs> so, well, yeah, it's these things. I'm like, that's a rolling <laughs> deal. That's not. It's 2015. Yeah. Emmett Brown was correct. We saw Back <laughs> to the Future. And that's a hoverboard. Yes. That uh-huh. doesn't work over water, but works over everything else. Right. Which is totally, I'm totally okay to concede that. Yeah. Right. It's fine. That thing does not hover. No. Nope. This is unacceptable. It's that's a, a hovercraft. That's your car, dude. That is your car. <laughs> it's my land speeder. <laughs> not a land speeder. No. I um, like that idea. The, it's what really are you guys sh- driving to work today? My hoverboard, or my hovercraft? I mean land speeder, whatever. <laughs> Take two. Uh-huh. Three, two, one. No, that was it. Okay. Um, you know what it is? It's a Segway without the handle. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I was in uh, San Francisco for New Year's Eve and almost got run over three separate times by like a gang of Segways. Not like one <laughs> or two people on them. Like 15 people That's... in this huge Was pack. it a gang on a Segway? I don't know. Wearing uh, bandanas and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> under yeah, the dude, helmets. Bro, it's just a more efficient way to get around, yo. What if you're a Crip, so you've got your blue bandana on, but then they give you a red helmet that you're mandated to wear or you can't rent the Segway? Can't have it, man. Can't have it. No, nope. it's got to be neutral yep the gang of segways that's yeah. the funniest visual I, but literally almost run over and then you're like one two <laughs> <laughs> you're like well, it must be like a lord of the rings convention right down the end of the block like what's going on there that probably is harry potter land uh can we do the top five? Oh, okay oh, yeah. get into that uh yeah um if you don't mind so we haven't heard from doug in a while and so i i, I hit doug up for a top five and he turned in probably the most researched top five that you could have. The top five lunch with Jeremona. That's why we haven't heard from Doug. He's been researching. He's been working. Yep. Uh-huh. Diligently. Yep. In his basement. Top five moments of 2015. Hey, everybody. Happy 2016. Doug here with a rare top five list. Good to be back. So I wanted to go back and pick my top five moments from the podcast from 2015. Maybe they'll pull them up. Maybe not. But uh, here we go. Number one was Jer saying, I'm wearing a Lance Armstrong bracelet, just not on my wrist. That was an interesting visual. Uh, number two was from Lori. She said, if, but if I was Kenyan, I would be so skinny. <laughs> that was absolutely hilarious and wrong, but funny. Uh, number three was Sam saying that if women can breastfeed in public because it's a medical thing men should be able to masturbate in public after a vasectomy because it's a medical thing um yeah i guess <laughs> it's pretty damn funny though uh number four derek saying that christianity is just a conspiracy that's pretty damn funny and number five and definitely my most favorite um sam comparing fake boobs and christmas that they're both fake but in general we're perfectly willing to go with it so those are my type top moments from 2015 what are your guys Okay, so I think we all universally agree that Doug's top one, top number one is our number one for the entire year last year. As a, yeah, yeah. and I've been doing it constantly since Sam brought it up. So. Just prepping for your own vasectomy. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it the other day. You're like, it's not our vasectomy, it's your vasectomy. So, Well, no, Jeb and I both have had them, so it's our vasectomy. Right. You just need to be part That's of the team. That's true. I but should probably just jump in too, right, guys? I feel like yeah, you, should. you should. At this point, just, I don't know why we can't, and, honey. I, I mean, if you're not ready to have kids, you should definitely do it. And then when you're ready. <laughs> then just don't worry about it. Then, <laughs> then you won't want to anymore. Then you'll so thank me later. And well, you do. You put all the pressure on Kristen. Like, I don't know why we're not getting pregnant. I don't know. It must be you. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe if you weren't so mean to me all the time. <laughs> I think my favorite actual moment from 2015 was 
uh, badgering Derek about his uh, reality TV experience to you guys. And um, I think we should just have a whole show dedicated to that. Unlistenable. That's what I think. Can we put no, that? We can put that on YouTube, can we? I think so. How many yeah. people know someone who's been on For Love or Money too? You and me. Exactly. Yeah, the two, two of people. Us. And much like Horrible Bosses. Well, you I know think people. You, were, you, you met some people on there. Yeah. So I think the three of us. second season was almost as good as the first. <laughs> so um, I think that's very interesting. That was mm-hmm. one of my favorites. So. Uh, it's definitely funny. It never really comes up. It was 13 years ago. That's wow. the part that is so fascinating to me that 13 years ago. You want to know how long ago? He has it on VHS tape. That's yes. how long ago. <laughs> yes, I do have it on tape. There is a compilation somewhere that exists. Of like, here's all the moments that you're on. Yeah, the Derek, that I send it to Derek my mom because my mom's like, I'm not watching that. But if you send me <laughs> some highlights, like here's some clips where so she never I watched actually watched the, the show. Or something. I'm sure she did. Oh, okay. You know what we need to do is um, do like a director's commentary style, like all sit oh, around yeah. and then mystery science theater style. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that that should be that a, would be a great special idea. feature of this podcast. Yep. That actually would be funny because like you could make a comment and I could tell you what actually happened there. Yes, I see. It's interesting. Yeah. You need to own up to it and just like accept like your it. past. There, there is one scene that they didn't really show it that well, but there's a scene where me and another guy are talking. It looks like we're talking about our fingernails, which looks pretty gay. But what it is is both of us had ripped our fingernails off because the night before oh. we got in a melee with all the guys in the room where we took all the mattresses off the bed and had a fight <laughs> with all the, they're all twin mattresses so you could legitimately hold them <laughs> and swing them like a giant pillow mm-hmm. but we did it for so long that almost all of our fingernails got ripped off from trying to hold on to this that mattress that sounds like we, a blast how many episodes did you make it just one uh three or four that's three or four episodes we could record dude it would be pretty fun. Yeah. I think we should do that. Yeah. that. In 2016, we'll do the first Lunch with Jer video podcast. Video podcast? Yep. Let's do That'd it. It'd be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. We, talked about, we talked about going curling one time. Like, we'll go curling and do a video podcast while we're at a curling. That'd with GoPros. Awesome. And, gym or whatever. And yeah. just have mics on. Is it a gym? Curling gym? Curling court? <laughs> curling center? Curling. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Curling cue. Center? It's a curling cue. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Curling nerd bar. Yeah. All right. Well, Sam has to, to run. He's actually going to go on a little vacay right now. Yeah. We're just going up to the mountains for the weekend. So I'm uh, going to do some right. snowboarding. That'd be fun. But thanks for having me, gang. Love thanks it. for joining us. one more wing to go. Uh, I'm going to bestow that upon both of you. All right. Cut I, out all my awkward parts like you usually do. <laughs> <laughs> it, has okay. to be, it has to be wholly Sam, offensive. you have anything to plug before you leave? Uh, oh, yeah. No plugs. I, um, if you have me on again, I'll plug something then. Okay. Do you have something in the works? I'm trying to uh, build hype. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so, so they have to keep We could listening. be our hype men. Yep. Yo, yo, yo. I'll talk about this after the break. Yeah. Or <laughs> next episode. Stay up tuned. Next. <laughs> all right. See you guys. Right, see you. Ah. I don't have anything else to it's talk about. It's just you and me now. Yeah. What do we, what do, we do? It's kind of awkward. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, the, the parents that have been married forever and they have their kids and their kids leave for college and they stare at each other like, mm-hmm. who the fuck are you? I'm like, why don't Maybe we should just go. Why don't you just go? Yeah. Well, then it looks like without Sam, we have nothing. We built this together. Don't tell Sam. I don't have anything else to talk about, Well, dude. I have a whole page worth of notes. All right. All what right. do you want to talk about? Well, I was picking my kid up from school the other day. Yep. And... Um, I'm one of the only dads that was there, and this mom in front of me name dropper bends down to pick up her kid, like like to adjust his jacket or whatever. And shirt comes up, pants come down, huge tramp stamp, which is fine, mm-hmm. but um, it's a like the Texas Longhorn, like a dead cow skull. Yep. And it's the entire 
width of her back. Right. Or her, her lower back. And Do you think it was smaller 15 <laughs> years ago? <laughs> it used to be the size of my hand, and now it's the size of two hands. It looks like the, the end of the horns is kind of bulging. <laughs> like the uh, longhorn is having some kind of allergic reaction to the feed that he's been given. Um, and I kept staring at it, and, and I wonder, like, does she... First of all, she never sees it, but do you think in her head she just wholly regrets that ever happening? No, I don't think so. I think, well, maybe. I don't know. It's a good question. Like, what would be the part that would be so embarrassing that you would then regret it? Well, it's, it's what it is. Right. I mean, it's not like she got a rose on her butterfly or on her wrist and it doesn't mean anything anymore. It is seriously like 10 inches wide, and it's a dead cow skull. <laughs> it's not a design. It's but not fire. Or even like, then, like... Say she got it done when she was 21. What made you? What made her decide that I want a dead cow skull on me? Like, like she's a huge Brooks and Dunn fan. And that's their <laughs> symbol. Like, unless they paid you to put that on there. Right. But that's what I was like. I can't. I can't fathom the circumstance where you're like, I want a 12-inch wide dead cow tattoo on right. my lower back. And then, I just, I just don't think she should have been able to have children. Like they look at that and go, you have poor judgment. You're not allowed to procreate at all. That would have been even better if you had tapped her on the shoulder and told her that and go, hey, just noticed your back. Not sure why you had kids. And then just leave it. But I'm really curious. <laughs> you know that I can see that. Yeah. Or just give her a sweater. Like, I figure if you have that, you you know. Okay, first of all, you know. Right. Your ass crack is showing. and you're, You know. So she's aware, and she knows that it's there. Have you, have you ever had the person that you... Uh, accidentally see a tattoo that you didn't expect that person to have and then like totally changes how you feel about that person. Absolutely. And I think it's the tramp stamp. When you see someone who got it, maybe they're 40 now and they got when they were 20 like you said. Yeah. But you know them as maybe a professional or whatever and then you see it and you're like, whoa. Whoa, yeah. I I look at you completely different. Yeah. It's almost like we were talking about earlier about the, you see the teacher that's a stripper. Yep. Now, if you know and I know, I was going to be like, uh-huh, your 20s must that's, have been wild. That's even better if you can go, hey, saw that. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to party with you. Just, if she, next time she looks you in the face, you just kind of look at her lower back and look her in the face and just kind of nod and then just walk away. Like, yeah, that's where you hope it's something like a, a butterfly or something so you can give, like, the butterfly hand signal or something to her. Like, yeah. Cross your thumbs. Yep. Like, <laughs> Is that a bat? No, no. <laughs> That's your tattoo. I love it. There was a story in the radio the other day about uh, an assisting living place. So mm-hmm. the, uh, the DJ on the radio is like a musician. So he goes and performs for assisted living places or whatever. He said, this place I went to, uh, every week they do an activity. This week it was having me come in and perform. Next week, they're going to the strip club. Wow. Like 75, 80-year-old people, men and women. Yep. So many people wanted to attend this field trip that they had two buses. Two buses. <laughs> to take them to the street. Is this a real club. story? It is a real story. It really happened. Really? And it was hilarious. But I started thinking about, like, what does that look like? like? Yeah. Let's say you have 20 elderly people that just file into this trip club at 3 in the afternoon. Because you know they're not staying up till 10. No. Again. It's 3 in the afternoon. We have those same elderly people come down to, like, Disney on Ice, like, for an 11 o'clock Thursday show. Wow. Like, their week is planned out, like... What are you doing this week? We're going to Disney on Ice at the Pepsi Center, and then Thursday we're hitting shotguns, the ballet. Yeah, we got to be out of there by five. That's <laughs> when the buffet furs opens up. But can you like what? As the club owner, you're like, well, I mean, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to spend money, but what? and you know what? That's probably got to be planned in advance with the club too. It does. Yeah, you got to make sure you're ADA compliant, <laughs> right? You got to have a ramp. Did you say ADA or 88? <laughs> 88 compliant. <laughs> 
But can, and can you imagine if you you went to Christmas and you're like, Grandma, uh, how's your holiday? What'd you guys do? Your grandfather and I went to the strip club. <laughs> What would you even we say? Both, we both got uh, lap dances. Yeah. Ugh. Cinnamon smelled good. <laughs> but uh, she kneeled on my colostomy bag, so it was a little bit of a cleanup. So had to, There's glitter everywhere. We had to shut down the Motley Crue song <laughs> right in the middle. I just I thought that was hilarious. Like, There's uh, glitter on your grandpa's walker's tennis balls. Now we can't, he can't even slide it anywhere. And if you're him, you're like, that's great. If you're his grandchild, you're like, what do you, what do, you do? Oh, goodness gracious. How was your Christmas, by the way? We... we Breeze right over Christmas on our way to. to it's great. It's yeah. great. Yeah, three year old loved it. Of course, it's all yeah. about him, right? Yeah, and it's the first year he actually knew what was going on too, which definitely helped on. That makes it way on, better for a, a a month ahead of time, making sure he does what he's supposed to do by threatening him with the Santa. Santa's not coming. So, did you milk that? Oh yeah, and so, um, you know, we have to get him to go go to bed on Christmas Eve, and we're doing everything we can. So we're telling him, you know, you, the sooner you go to bed, the sooner Santa comes, and all this stuff. So. He wakes up at 5.30 in the morning. Neither one of us are ready to get up. So I hear him up in his room. So I run into his room, and the Christmas tree and everything is between our room and his room. So I turn all the lights off in the Christmas tree. I grab him and bring him into our room and throw the iPad in front of him and go, you know, uh, you know, watch some videos or so. So literally, he watches videos for two hours while we sleep for like two more hours. And we wake up, and he's sitting there watching videos. And he just stops and looks at me and goes, Dad, I really thought Santa was going to come last night. I felt terrible. Like, no, no, he's going to be here. He, he came. Let's go check him out. Like, wow. I tell my mom that story, and she's, like, almost in tears that he waited for two hours without saying something about oh. going out to. And he, he held on it the whole time. Yes, the whole time while we're oh. sleeping. So um, we immediately grabbed him, like, let's go check it out. And oh. so he forgot about it, but I felt terrible that. There's that one piece, especially, I mean, because he's that age. Next year you won't make that same mistake. Yeah. But there's that one piece where you went. I messed that up because I don't know how the mind of a three-year-old mm-hmm. works. So you, you you skipped over it or you just forgot because right. you didn't know. Right. Right? Yeah. So my big mistake this year is uh, my kids were uh, in, in Texas for Christmas, so it was just me. And so I headed down to my parents' house, and I got everything ready, and I wrapped the presents, and I drove down there, and I walked in my parents' front door, and right away my mom has this huge tree and all the presents underneath it. I left my presents on the kitchen table at my house <laughs> two hours away. <laughs> So then there's that, do I hop in the car and drive four hours round trip just to get, son of a bitch. And then you feel like an asshole, right? Because now all the presents there and I didn't bring anything. Right. Essentially showed up with, like, to a potluck with no dish. Right. I mean, but I made one. It's just at home. Right. Uh, But I got hungry and I ate it on the way down here, so. Or the equivalent of, like, when you want to give someone a tip and you kind of pat your pockets. Like, (laughs) oh, I'll get you next time. That's what it was like. Oh, what a drag. Um. Did you? Did it hit you as soon as you saw the presents? It, yeah, yeah, I walked in with my bag and I realized I don't have anything else. Yeah, and I've got them, and I left them right on my kitchen counter. Yeah. So what I did is I went to this was like the night before Christmas, so I went to like a Safeway. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what, what are good presents? So I got like my sister-in-law like a giant tub of licorice, and I got my brother like a big giant box of pop tarts, like just stuff you could buy at a grocery store because everything was closed. And why did you wait so long to buy gifts? No, I, I had the gifts. I'm just saying that. that oh, you went, went. You didn't drive four hours. You went. No, no, no. I didn't. I ended up not driving. Gotcha. I'm not gonna oh, I thought you hours. did drive four hours to go get them. Right. So I just drove down to the store and just tried to find something. And it ended up kind of being sort of funny. Yeah. Which made it interesting. Yeah. But I still felt like a jerk when you give me a $50 gift and I gave you a Yeah, but you ended up, get, you end up getting their gifts later, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. yelled it to them. Yeah. Um, anyway. I but that we, we joked about that too on Christmas Eve as, as uh, we were at my grandfather's house and. 
watching that Walgreens is open late that night, and I'm like, all right. I've been telling Jack all all summer or uh, all month that Santa will only come if he's good, and so we waited to see if he was actually going to be good. So we're going to have to hit Walgreens on the way home. <laughs> he's getting like some nail clippers, <laughs> yeah. <and> Gatorade. <laughs> I love this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, I thought for sure he's going to be a bad kid, and we wouldn't have to get him anything. We know where you don't want to go is Costco because they're cracking down like on non-members going there to eat the free samples. How do they crack? Don't you have to show an ID to get in? Well, I think so, but I think there's also a way to like either sneak in or walk in a back entrance. But they were having pro- like so bad they have now a policy. They're having problems with people going there on a Saturday and just walking around and eating the free samples and walking around out the door. Can you do that if you're a member? I think you can. I think if you are. A so member. here's don't tell Costco this, and I know they don't listen because they don't, but. I have an old Costco card. That would probably get me in. I can't buy anything, which is fine. I just want to go eat. I don't think as a Costco member you can physically go into the Costco without spending $100 coming out. Oh, see, every see, like, my intention was just to eat while I was here, but <gasps> 5,000 gummy bears for $1.50. Like, well, I like to call it the everything's $10 store because everything is $10. Like $9 or $11 or $10. So when you check out, you're like, six items is going to be 60 bucks. Yeah, And it's probably pretty close. Yeah, uh-huh. I love that. Yeah. Um, do you guys go there? To- we go to Sam's Club. We used to go to Costco. But like I said, I still have my card, so I could probably flash that. Yeah, I'm a member. Walk in, eat. And then if I want to, I could buy a bad hot dog or something from them. Then. For like $1.50. Yeah. Not terrible. Yep. Um, how vacuous is your time, though? You're like, I- I'm just going to go walk around the Costco today. Not, not like it used to be. No? Yeah. Well, not because you have a kid. Yeah, yeah. Although the kid, you could probably just turn him loose in there and just kind of sort of keep an eye on him. <laughs> right. Costco's good birth control, too. Yeah. Like, you think about you, you think you want to have a kid? You go into Costco like on a Saturday, and you're like, "Nope, not gonna have it." First of all, I have to buy all this crap and look right. at all these other people with like a pallet jack full of diapers and, and kids on them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Goodness gracious! Um, did you take Jack to see the Star Wars movie? No, a little okay. too. Uh, I don't know what you thought. I thought it was for three. He doesn't have a long attention span, anyways. And then I, right. I don't think he would get it, and it's too long, and he would end up. But there's a lot of flashing lights, so it might be interesting. Yeah. Or at least he'll go, oh, that's a stormtrooper. So when we take him to see, like, a Disney movie, it's an hour and a half, and he's still, like, halfway through, gets a little antsy. So, uh, But he knows all the characters and everything. And How about Santa? You take him to see Santa? Not this year. Really? Yeah. You did last year? Did last year. This year, time got away from us. You know, so He doesn't know um, or care, but... Yeah. So you we know. did that, and the concept of waiting in line, which is like a shopping mall Santa. Right. And I'm standing there like, what, what am I doing? Like, That's part of it, too, is like if we knew we could go in and get see Santa within a half hour or so, that's a different story than going, ah, I might. So we usually go to Bass Pro Shops because there's nobody over there. To, and there's a That's Santa hard. there. Yeah, there's Santa there all the time. So. so I went, I stood in line for like half an hour by myself. Kids showed up. <laughs> oh. Like, their mom brought yeah, them, and yeah. I was waiting in line. They were half hour late, so I'm like, this is fine, because there's no way they're going to stand in this line for half an hour. Yeah, yeah. I get to the front. Kids walk in. Perfect timing. They walk up. Hey, you guys decide to see Santa? Oh, yeah. I mean, we already saw him last week at Mommy's uh, work party. but be, So I'm like, wait a minute. So this is redundant Santa. Right. It kind of chips away at the, is this a really the yeah. Santa? Like, but I don't think they know. I think uh, they're too young. They don't realize. They can't do the math is essentially what... But as a dad, you're like, I just wasted 45 minutes right. standing in line so for you something left. that they've already done. So like, you're like, that's it, we're going. Like, no. <laughs> Santa's closed. <laughs> Santa's got to go take a piss and have a cigarette. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, scary thing happened to me on the way here. I was behind a minivan, a crappy minivan, which is never a good spot to be, is right behind that minivan. Front uh, passenger side tire 
like exploded in wow. the way over here. You hear just like a loud pop, and he starts fishtailing yep. and pulls over to the side, and you just see. And you're going like 65. Like 60 miles yeah. an hour. Yeah. That was actually pretty scary, and I text a lot when I drive. Had I been texting, I probably would have rear ended. You don't text a lot. I used to. Used to, yeah. Before all those public service yeah, yeah. announcements, uh-huh. like, discouraged me from right. doing it. Mm-hmm. You see the dead teenage girls, right. like, oh, I should probably stop that. Right. So if you if you ever get a text from Derek and he's supposedly on his way, he'd sent that before and right. just timed it so it'd be sent earlier. That's a really good thing. Maybe you should be able to do that. You should have the time text. So let's say the night before, I'll say, send this text at 8 a.m. It says I'm on my way. Yep. Uh, and it timestamps at 8 a.m. Yes. So that means I can leave at like 8.15 and yes. just be a little late and just blame traffic. I texted you. Yeah. I was in traffic. When I left. Like, I texted you when we were at a complete stop. I didn't do it while we were driving. We were at a complete stop. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. And then I have this story of the tire blowing up, so I took the picture. I should also be able to erase the timestamp so I can use that to my advantage at some point in the future. At any other time, yeah. Like at, like at night, you're like, hey, it just car pulled over, and it'd be like, that looks like daytime. You're like, I don't know. It's pretty bright. Those lights. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just quit replying. I don't know. Just let it go. I don't, I don't know. I'm driving. What can't, me? Can't text. Driving. What me? Uh, do you text a lot when you drive? Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's, uh, whatever. it's bad. It's fine. It's it, it, you, you know what you don't do? You don't stare at it for a minute and a half. True. Right? You True. Gotta, you can look at it. I think it also depends who else is in the car. Like, kids in the car, I try not to do it at all. I still do, but uh, when I'm by myself, that definitely escalates. So, so you're driving. But, but I'm with you, too. The voice text is, yeah, so that's a different conversation than, like, you know, you're sitting there typing it out, so... Yeah. I, I use the voice text all the time, but yep. I actually always go back and correct it. Yeah. Because I don't want to sound like an idiot. Yeah. And everybody knows that you're doing it. Yeah. But if it doesn't know the difference between were and would, yeah. I, you have to fix it, right? Right. Because you're a grown-up. Yeah. If you're I'm 18, a- <laughs> you don't have to do anything, right? I wish you would just do everything like in like one letter. be like, on way. You. Me go there. Yeah. Uh, good show, man. I missed you the last couple weeks. We haven't done it in a little while. You know what? We should probably spend a week together. Let's do that. We okay. deserve a vacation. We do. You and me. Yep. Whoever else wants to come. Are we recording a podcast down there? We can. Should I bring some stuff? If you want to. Yeah, I'll bring some stuff. Okay. We'll see if we'll loop the other people in. Okay. Maybe we can do uh, 10 minutes a day. Oh, that'd be good. Like a report of our trip. Yes. Love this idea. I like that too. Okay, we'll we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, bye.